Hi, and before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word from our sponsor. Tired of drinking out of a boring tumbler? Want to make your morning coffee cup one of a kind? Expand with tipsy tumblers. You can special order cups, shot glasses, bookmarks, rolling trays for your cigarettes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can get one with a picture of a special someone or one with Spider-Man. The options are endless. You can upload your own pictures or pick from her selection of design. With Valentine's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for that special someone. Or even just for yourself. Hey. <laughs> you can use the code GAMES2023 at checkout to save 10%. You go to angeltipsytumblers.myshopify.com. There will also be a link in the show notes. Now on to our episode today. Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another recovered episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Culberton, and who's making lemonade with me tonight? Uh, this is, uh, as always, the Tomb Raider expert, another game expert here, Richard. I am not a moron, Samson. And I have that fun little website called, well, fun little YouTube channel, Rich Kale. On YouTube, and this is actually a game that I've been on, I have on the channel. I'm Blair Farrell from the owner of comicbookvideogames.com, and this podcast is false. Don't think about it, don't think about it, don't think about it. <laughs> My name's Alan Petrosi, I'm, uh, I'm new here, just a, just a fourth voice here, ready to give opinions, because I love this game so much, and uh, I'm happy to talk about it with you guys. And welcome, this is... So as I said, Tom, this is we're recovering Portal Two. We covered it back in episode 116, but because I was playing it for a, a another person's show, uh, No Man's a Fantasy, for a, my buddy Eric Hunt, I was like, okay, let's recover it. This won't, we're recording this in November. You won't hear this probably till January or some point. I'll release this, but <laughs> so when you, we, we, I wanted to go back to it, and then I found these lucky individuals that wanted to join me to talk about one of the greatest games ever made again. So I'm yeah. always up for that. I mean, Portal Two is a game that. I have played it at the time I played it once two years ago. Last year, we played it for the show for the first time. And then I just got a Steam Deck and I replayed it on a Steam Deck. This is a great, I mean, this is already a great game, but this is a great game to play as your first game to play in a Steam Deck, too. I got to say that. So you were basically playing a portable portal game. I was, and it was wonderful. I, I even at one point was sitting in a car waiting for my wife to get off work, and I'm just sitting there playing Portal 2 going, going through a couple puzzles. It was great. It's still so the- good. Yeah, that is actually a very good thing about this game. Uh, even if you replay it, don't. Even if you play it for the first time, you literally don't have to do much looking up for solutions. I mean, I think I, I only, I only got hung up once the first time I played it to look up a solution. No, it's still a very good game. So, Alan, since you're new to this, what's your what is your history with Portal Portal Two? Yeah, it's, I, I remember it very vividly, actually. Right before it came out, I think I got the Game Informer issue that had it on the cover. Beautiful cover, by the way. I had never played any of the portals up to that point, but it had been hyped up so much uh, at that point, and I was like really excited for it when it came out. So I was like, how do I get my paws on the first game? <laughs> and at the time, they had released Portal as a standalone game on like Xbox Live Arcade, I think. It was called yeah. Still Alive. And uh, I picked that game up, and immediately, you know, I was like, and I don't really do like puzzle games like that. So I was curious to try this out and I loved it. Everything about the first game is just as poignant and fun as the first uh, second game is that we're going to talk about. So you okay. know, blasted through that in an evening because it was really short. And then I heard they updated the game to like kind of tie in the sequel. They didn't update the standalone. They updated only the one, I think, in the orange box. 
Oh, I didn't know they did. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know they updated it to tie in. I, I haven't. I replay. I played it twice in in my life, but not not since I played Portal Two to actually pay attention. Spoilers for the first game, then, because <laughs> in the ending of the of the first game, you you defeat Glados, and then you just kind of like get booted out of the whole building and just kind of land out in the parking lot, uh, and then that's it. Fades to white. Game over. In the updated one, you hear like a thank you for uh, entering the party submission position <laughs> whatever the heck it was that they mentioned in the in the ending uh and then you just get dragged away and then it fades to white okay i think i got that in i didn't get the one where you end up in a parking lot you still end up in the parking lot neither one it's just instead of fading to white with nothing you hear that line get dragged away and then it fades okay dragging away well even re- with yeah, but with portal 2 they also released a comic that helped tie together the two as well oh that's right yeah yeah which i've never read still i meant to but then I just didn't care enough, and I forgot it existed. Yeah, okay. but was it, didn't they release it for free? Wasn't it like a web comic? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. it is. You can actually hack it. Uh, you can actually view it through the uh, through Portal 2's menu. Oh, I totally is it That's on the cool. is it on the PC version? Is that why? Because I don't. I was replaying the 360 version. Nah, that could be it. That could be it. Because I got mine directly off Steam. Because I remember having to like go on like Portal.com and like reading it. Because I remember reading it. I just don't remember. I just remember the pictures. They're gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Blair, Blair, what is your history with Portal 2? So I remember watching, because I'm a huge fan of this program that doesn't exist anymore called the One-Up Show, and I remember they had a segment where they talked to the students who were making Portal. Um, this is before the first one even came out. And I was like, this looks really cool. And then the Orange Box came out, and it was like one of the best values in gaming. Except if you own a PlayStation 3, which I did, where apparently, I mean, Portal was fine, but Half-Life 2 was a disastrous port. But I bought it anyway, really, just to play Portal. I actually still haven't finished Half-Life 2, and I loved it. And when Portal 2 came out, it was like a day one purchase. But it's like, I finished it once when it came out on 360, and then I never played it again until this summer. Um, I don't have the Steam Deck flex, <laughs> Mike has. Because I feel the perfect for Steam Deck is a new perfect for Switch from five years ago. Um, <laughs> but I bought it on the Companion. I think it's like the Companion Cube edition that came out on Switch recently. And like yourself, like I brought my Switch to work. And if I had some spare time on my lunch or break, I would just turn on Portal 1 and 2 because you can just like quick save all the time. So it's like, okay, I've done a chamber, put a pin in it, come back later. And that's how I kind of played it. And it was like kind of a great game to do that. And then like when just replaying it, I was like, man, this game is not only is it's really great, but it's also really elegantly designed. And we're going to get into that for sure over the next however long. Yes. (laughs) And Richard, what is your history with Portal? Well, before I could even ever play the game, I had seen playthroughs of the game. And actually, I love the music from the game. I mean, I downloaded the soundtracks for Portal and Portal 2. And, you know, those ending songs are purely captivating. Like, (laughs) yeah, they are. I'm still alive and I want you gone. I mean, those are beautiful songs. The music is beautiful. You can actually feel the tension. And somewhat the relaxation that's supposed to be in there when you're doing simple puzzles. But once your life starts depending on the puzzle, you can pick it up on the music. And once I finally got to play it, which, of course, had to happen once I got a new computer, 
because my old computer would not probably handle it. <laughs> yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I actually first played both games for the channel, and I actually enjoyed it because, you know, this is a game that you think it requires a lot of thought. And while you're, quote, solving puzzles on the fly, it gives you time to think about some of them. Unless there's turrets involved, then you have to find ways to hide so you can think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily there's not too many of those okay. turret stuff. But and I love each of the new things that they put in the new things that they put into Portal, like the light bridges and those directional gel. gravity beams. Yeah, yeah the gel too. Yeah, that's all clever thinking, and you can actually have a lot of fun doing those. There's a there. I mean, there's also there's another Portal game, and I kind of it's a fan made one where you have three portals, just that one portal puts you through past and present. And I'm just like, part of me really wants to play that. The other part of me is like, this will be terrible for my brain to like try to figure out what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> so just but, as a little uh, experiment, because I actually brought my, I'm currently at my parents' house to get some work done in my car. I just had my Switch with me, and I took it out and opened Portal 1 and 2 to see if the comic was there, but it's not with the Switch ports. Oh, that's sad. Those bastards. <laughs> but I mean, I like it when, you know, kind of to speak on that, I like it when games add extra stuff. Like, I usually never take advantage of it. I knew Dead Space, Ignition, or one of them had a comic in it for Cared. But I, it is cool when they do add that stuff, just to give you extra things to go with your family. Valve has here. the best implementation of, of dev commentary in anything, where it's just, oh, hey, play the game. Here's the game. But then as you get to certain points, here's a little blurb. Take it if you want or don't. Hmm. I like Valve. I do know I that the... I do know that the last page of the comic reveals the secret of why Chell is the one who could defeat GLaDOS. Okay, maybe I'll have to read that comment. I also have like a disdain for web comics too, for some reason. It's just like it's a, it's not a, there's no real reason to it. I just have like a different, oh, you're a web comic, too good for you type of thing for some reason. I got nothing. That's the same more because it's locked there on the web, and before cell phones, you had to like plant yourself in front of the computer to read it. Now it's like. Yeah. Just send it to my, like, let me read it on my phone. I mean, I thought I'd read all my comics on my phone. Yeah, well, that's how <laughs> Mike also it. shows the, 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 the opinion of comic book writers in the 60s and 70s. So you read comic books? Blech. Yeah. No, it was definitely a thing. I actually don't read comics from the 60s, so I don't like that style, but yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did any of you guys watch the Portal 2? Uh, do you guys, well, first, I guess, do you watch Did You Know Gaming stuff at all on YouTube? I do. Yes. I haven't been kept up with it in a while. Yeah, I'm subscribed to it, and I did see did something go out for it recently. For Portal 2? For cut content? Yeah. yeah. I originally, I guess, the, <laughs> originally there was going to be another, like, the co-op people were not going to be Atlas and Peabody. It was going to be Chell, and then another girl named Mel. Oh. And I'm like, I would love to have seen the webcomic that in- all of a sudden introduces who Mel is. I I haven't, I played a little bit of the co-op. I'm at some point going to finish it, because back when we did this episode a year ago, Sometime after that, I decided, okay, I want to do the co-op of this. But then when I, I was playing with a buddy of mine, and then when I installed Windows 11, I could no longer play Portal 2 online <laughs> at all. It just would not work for some yeah, reason. I always wanted to do it, too, because I bought Portal 2, and friend, I mean, this was, what, 2011, 2010? Oh, God, I forgot to say when this game came out. Yeah, this is, tw- the game came out in 2011. Yeah, I looked um, after listening to the tw- to the gaming in 2012 episode. I thought you were going to mention it in there. <laughs> we uh, we did a few of the maps, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm excited to go back to this." And then we never did. And all these years later, I've not even attempted to try because I can't really wrangle someone. And it's 
it's it's such a great game, but it's also one of those franchises that because the only thing that's really been done with it is they had an awesome Lego Dimensions set and they did the bridge construction portal yep. game. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind. There's one other thing. You... The desk job, the VR experience. Oh, yes, I've heard There's of that amazing. One. There's also a game exclusive to Steam Deck that has something to do with the portal stuff. I haven't played it yet, but there is. There's I, that is that what the desk job is, actually? Am I crazy? No, I I can't remember. I know there is there is a I think there is a VR thing too, but I don't I can't remember if the desk job is the I'm gonna look it up. I've seen someone play Desk Job and I do like that they that they brought uh, JK Simmons back. God. I think that's also a pride for this game series that they got two very talented voice actors who could bring their characters over the top. Oh god, did they? <laughs> well they they I've I read something afterwards just before this. Some that Stephen Merchant, whom I was a bit surprised when I saw him on uh, Big Bang Theory many years ago, but his voice and how he can fast talk as Wheatley with some of his with his dialogue. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I could now see he was perfect for casting for that. And of course, J.K. Simmons, I mean, let's face it, he was basically, pull, I guess, maybe pulling on his uh, J. Jonah Jameson personality or characterization. And I what I really it. notice about this game is that compared to like this is I mean, by the time we're recording this, I just recently finished Gotham Knights. And <laughs> like so in, in that game, it's like if people are talking and you go into the pause menu, they're still talking, but you can't hear them. So you're missing out on things just because I just wanted to go into the pause menu and mess around with my menus for a second. But the way all the story, yeah, I mean, it's Gotham Knights. <laughs> it's full of. I was excited for that game. I am not anymore. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't derail this. Just to say, like, what's great about the story in this is that there's rarely any cutscenes. Like in Valve fashion, everything is just handled in game, and there's no dialogue that cuts off when you walk through a door. It's like they timed. <laughs> The amount of time it takes from you to walk from one place to another with the dialogue such that it ends right as you arrive at your destination. So you're never missing anything like it is so brilliant. You know, I was worried that if you'd like have to load in a new chamber, I'm like go down an elevator um, that it would cut like then they're gracious. They actually don't start the loading sequence until the dialogue is finished, which is nice. Very nice. Very nice indeed. And it, the dialogue plays such a big part in the enjoyment of this game too like it the you know every all the story and everything is really i mean yes there's lots of story cues and clues that are not exposed to you that are environment clues is what i should say but it it does a good job of like the dialogue is interesting and again i love subtitles this game let me have my subtitle let me i was able to read what was happening you know it happens a lot of time while you're doing other stuff you're doing puzzles you're going through the levels and then you have you know all the chatting you're getting all the stories so you're getting entertained while you're trying to figure out these puzzles too. And I, and I like that. I like that everything is happening with the action. I really hate games that like dead space, for example, some, you know, you know, he starts talking, he's got to, you know, I don't have talking while you're not, I, I want to talk while I'm fighting. So I get the story while I'm playing the game. Not like, Oh, we're going to stand here and wait now. Like but at least course. with dead space though, because uh, like with dead space, everything is kind of in universe. You can walk around while like the video is playing. Yeah. Like during quiet times, I'm thinking of something like Horizon Zero Dawn, where they <laughs> you go into an office at the end and they kind of they push all of their lore into the back of a game 
but they don't do it organically. There's points as I remember my like, fiance was watching me where I was just literally standing at a desk waiting for an audio log to play because I couldn't do anything else as if I walked away. It like you couldn't hear it like you and you couldn't. I'm going to download this to my magic earpiece thing and listen to this while I'm doing things. It's like, no, I have to sit here and just listen to this because it's very important and interesting. But like, I'm also I can't do anything else. And like, Bioshock's been around for a while. So the concept of like, oh, hey, you pick this up, play it when you want to. And it'll just play while you do stuff has been around. For a while, and they just <laughs> yes. were like, "Nah, we don't want to. We don't want that particular feature." Well, with Portal Two, it works very well because there's not a lot of loud, intense moments in the game. I mean, I like I played Doom Three for this for the regular show here, and you want to listen to something, but when you start listening to it, and all of a sudden all the <laughs> monsters just pop up and say, "You're too busy shooting and firing and <laughs> hear, to hear what the hell you're listening to." Mm-hmm. So Doom Three is old enough. In... There's no way, right? You, once you've listened to it, I think it's gone, right? You can't even re-listen to it. In Doom, in well, in in Portal Two, no. In no, Doom, Doom 3, Three, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can replay some. Oh, of good. You can replay okay. those audio files. So you know that's why I like. I mean, this is good to have it. So you can't. I mean, if you miss it, you miss it. If you're playing this silent, you miss it. Of course, not that much is. Uh, there's not much dialogue in the game, so. Because Chell just remains mute the whole time. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm not usually big into mute characters. And well, okay, I love Chrono Trigger, so I can't say too much. But with that, <laughs> <laughs> I I, I want to say I'm fine with it. Like it works well in this game. I I want to say it also in Dead Space One to bring that back up again. I like the fact that he's mute in that game. Like it works well. It works well that Chell doesn't talk and that it's other characters that give you all the you know all the dialogue for her. Or what's going on? You, I mean, Glados is such a powerful aspect of this game, and then you have, you know, you add the new characters of Wheatley, and then eventually, as you progress to the game, Cave Johnson, like all that, I feel work extremely well. And it's amazing how the, they play on it too. Is at the start of the game, like Wheatley's talking to you, and it's like press A to reply, and then you just jump. Say <laughs> Apple. Apple <laughs> jumps. Okay, what you just did was jumping. <laughs> And Steve, it's Stephen Merchant, right? The guy's name yes, that does yes. he does such a good job as Wheatley in this, and I really like that actor in general. Like he was in a he's in Big Bang Theory for a, for an episode or two, three I believe. Okay, I'm a big fan of Big Bang Theory for some stupid reason, but like it just I just really like that actor. I've seen him other stuff too, but he just does he just does such a good job in this too. Like he's just hilarious, Anytime and I really enjoy you it. Hire an actor, and then you're like, we're gonna specifically tailor this person to you. It's a very good recipe for success. And they let him ad-lib, too. Not that they kept a lot of it, apparently. I think you should hire an actor when you need an Italian voice. You just hire some random actor that's out of work at the moment because he doesn't want to get a shot. That's all. I think that's how you hire. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone see the movie Good Boys? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, well, it was a movie produced by Seth Rogen, and it's like a comedy where it has Jacob Tremblay from Room, and they're like a bunch of... Like, it's like an R-rated comedy, but it's like 12-year-olds. And there's just a part where they have to, they're trying to raise money to buy a drone. And then they are going to sell a magic card to Stephen Merchant. But then the deal goes through. But instead, he buys like a life a life-size sex doll. And it's really, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I've seen him in some other movie ones where he was like, you're going to rob me, right? The guy's like, well, yeah. So he's like, why should I let you go then? But I can't remember what movie that was or what it was or show or what. I just remember vaguely some him someone be like, I'm going to rob you. And him be like, well, then why should I not call the police? Well, you shouldn't call the police, but I cannot remember what it's from. Most of my experience with Stephen Merchant is from the podcast he did with Ricky Gervais and the guy from um, An Idiot Abroad. That was out <laughs> in like the early aughts, early 2010s, maybe. Oh, that was oh, it's good stuff. A lot of it was animated, too, but. I think a lot of like a lot of people I, I fell out of favor with uh with Ricky. Yeah. That that sounds about accurate. But it's funny at the time. Really good stuff. I think the last thing I've ever seen of Ricky Gervais doing was that one game show on uh ABC. It was where they were asking kids the same questions that they were asking the adults. Okay. But I can't remember I, what I it was. Vaguely know what you're talking about, but it's, I don't watch T V like that, so <laughs> I don't watch any game shows or sitcoms or I anything. think they had like Fred Savage also hosting it. Okay. Hmm. So I mean, I, I think another reason why like Portal Two works well is that it has a simple concept. It really doesn't. I mean, they add things to this game. They add things from the first game. It really is just a blue portal, an orange portal, and then you go from there to solve puzzles. And I and I and it works so well between the, with everything else with the, with the story that's going on, the way that they they nothing ever overstays its welcome. Really, like you, you'll be introduced, like we talked about earlier, like you you have like the the, the gels you have the bridges and other different things they'll add but they only last for a certain amount of time before then the game you know like it gives you a chance to learn it and then it puts on to something else like it never things puzzles keep changing you never get really like, bored and it's yeah. ending when they combine it all together into one glorious crescendo of brain bun- bending puzzles <laughs> was just mwah, chef's kiss and it's kind of shocking too how like i won't call the solutions easy but my big problem when replaying this, because I only had one instance where I was stuck, and that's because I was too dumb to learn the whole thing where you have to like shoot a portal and then fall through and then come up and then shoot another one while you're in the air to go yeah. higher. Like I forgot about that mechanic, and I was doing a puzzle one day at work, and I was like, I don't know what I have to do. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that's easy. And that's the thing about this is that... <laughs> My problem when playing this is that I would overthink things and then I would figure out and be like, oh, I just had to do that. (laughs) Was it uh, was it typically down in like the uh, old aperture in the underground? That's where it was, I think, hardest to me. And that's that's where the game gets, I think, the hardest. And a lot of that, too, is my roommate would call it when she was playing it at the time. And that was like the one flaw that I guess I have against this is like down in that area. It's often like, okay, where's the white thing? Yep. <laughs> yeah. They, they really got you to, rec- to to pattern recognize like, oh, hey, all of this white. OK, good. Cool. Anything. Yeah, all that's of not this white, is like do. useless information until I find that one white square that starts the chain reaction to the end. And it's only oh, because yeah. it's so not linear in that fashion, really yeah. down there because of that, which is really, really cool that it threw you for that loop. But it does make things like that a little more difficult. It makes you take a little bit more time because you have to find it. Oh yeah, that's one of the, that is one of the better parts of it. And when you think I'm going to have to do this, I'm seeing like a ramp and I'm seeing a distance. So I'm going to need to build <laughs> up speed, which means I'm going to need the repulsor gel, but the area there is so small. Yeah, you got to I'm not going to have enough. And then wait, this area is longer. I can use a portal here, portal there and I got to get the repulsor gel on here, on there and then boom 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 and it's like you really have to it, – it's so dynamic in its thinking, and it's it just proves that you have to think on the fly. 
And even like, because I remember I jumping really far ahead to the last boss. That's fine. Where I got the I got the first two parts. And then the third one, I was beating my head against the wall. I was like, what do I do? And then I was like doing this super elaborate thing. And then I was like, all I have to do is this. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming that's the one where you have to use the repulsion, the repulsion, the speed gel, right? And then portal up and then shoot yourself up yeah. and grab it. Yeah. And I was doing something where I was going somewhere and trying to do these crazy jumps. <laughs> and I was like, why, why isn't this working? And I'm running out of time. And then I was like, oh, all I have to do is this. <laughs> oh, I had the same problem. So don't, it wasn't just you, like my brain. I had to look up what to do because I just couldn't. I'm like, I don't understand. And again, it's like overthinking because you, yeah. Because the game is very clever and you're just like, oh, this is a labyrinth. It's like, no, no, no. It's it's elegant in its design where it's no, no, no. Here's what you have to do. And then I'm just like really overthinking. Oh, yeah. You can definitely do that in this game a lot. <laughs> I looked up multiple puzzles in this game. One, I was in a hurry because I play a lot of games for the show at the time. So I heard all the time. So I was trying to get through it quickly, but it, it's still like. Most of them you can figure out, especially as long as you know the concept of how the game works or what you're trying to do. Most of the puzzles will come to you after a little while. I felt I mean, there are some I mean, the, I don't like the stuff with the gel. I also don't like when they add the white gel when you can really like paint wherever you want to make your puzzle to make it work. And you have, when you have access to all the gels, because then I'm like, OK, I get overwhelmed in a way. because I'm like, OK, I don't know. You know, I just start painting everything to give every give me everything an option, and then it makes it like, well, I don't really know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. There was one puzzle in particular with the white gel, where it's just literally like, I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is I need the white, and there's none of it. Literally none of it here. Yeah. So I spent like what I felt was probably too long just painting as much as I could. Yep. I think I know you're the puzzle you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Brute force that puzzle essentially with white gel. I think you're just trying to get high. I think you have to get higher up or something. But yeah, it's one of those ones where you, I just painted everything that's a flat surface and just and I just keep painting until I'm like, oh, okay, now I now I think I figured it out. Yeah, I did that in a few areas where I just use the white gel, paint everything I can, so I can then start getting portals out where I need them. I mean, it's not unwise to do it because if you don't recall where you're going to put stuff, if you've played it before. And if you don't know where you're going to put stuff, you obviously want to get as much of that white gel out there as possible. And then so you can use portals to get it everywhere where you want it. And that's something I'll say about like, I I think going forward, I'm going to try to replay this more than 11 years apart. (laughs) (laughs) But the great thing, at least when I played it, is that it was so long that I forgot most of the solution. So it was like I was playing it for the first time. That's good. So I think it's good to replay it because it's, it's such a great game when you so unlike anything that's being made now, but like, it's good to like give it a rest and just kind of forget it because I know I watched Victor Lucas from electric playground talk about it where he mentioned like, you know, it's fun that it's great. The portals coming out on switch, but like once you kind of know what you're doing, like you're just kind of going through the motions, but that's also great because the story and all the dialogue is just so funny that it's like watching a great movie. Well, I wouldn't blame it to that because this is like better than what movies is and how it presents itself. But it's the same thing where just like I'm watching this as I love these jokes. <laughs> yeah, every year and a half, and- I will I will replay this game until I get to the lemons, and then I then I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's all the dopamine that hit the limit. That's right there. Good stuff. <laughs> Out. When life gives you lemons, 
You don't take those lemons. You take life and say, I don't want these and lemons. Take them back. <laughs> See, that's funny because when I think about that line, I think of Clone High where it's, you clone those lemons and make super lemons. <laughs> it's such a good line. I mean, there's so many good things that come around from Cave Johnson, too. I mean, so I played this game a year ago, then I played it again for the show, and it definitely was a different experience. Like, one thing I, I, I really noticed was that I mean, I really enjoyed going back to it and also was pretty like I remembered a lot of the puzzles, but not everything. So it was still very entertaining. And, you know, it's just interesting experience having some of that stuff in my memory, but not all of it. Where a lot of it, I had to kind of like, what do I do again? So it was cool. Yeah, I was trying to recall how to solve some of the puzzles when I was playing through it again. And I'm like, and I was determined not to look anything up this time. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there's that one that one puzzle towards the end of the game where you have to get the one, the cube, I think, into that beam that either pull, pushes it away or pulls it towards it, the source. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to get that. I have to avoid the laser because I got you know you have to trigger the laser and then untrigger it to get the elevators to work to the door. And I had to look that up the first time, and this time I didn't look it up. And I'm so glad I didn't. I figured it out on my own. But I mean, that's that's also like I agree to this is a game that you like saying that you a game you should replay, especially every like give it about a year. So like it's not completely in your memory, but it's still just so much fun. Oh, yeah. And the best part about that dialogue is that it transcends even, you know, language barriers, too. If you watch any Let's Plays just of people who don't speak English as a native language, mm-hmm. it's really good to see that that humor, even in even in translated text only because they don't understand the English is just as funny. And that, that is That's a true cool. testament. Yeah. And it just goes to prove like his, I don't know. I'm, I'm at a point now where, I mean, I love video games. I dedicated over 11 years now of my life writing about a certain subsection of them, but I'm getting really burnt out on like modern games. And it just seems like it's, this is taking four years because we have to make everything look a certain way. And this is, like so elegant in its simplicity where like if you remade this with better whatever's like the last of us or something (laughs) it would still be the same game like it doesn't need it like it just it just shows like okay here's a cool thing and we're going to think of all the great ways to use this cool thing and entertain you along the way and have an excellent story and excellent gameplay and like that's what a game should be, not look at all this money we're throwing at movie-style cutscenes and expensive actors. Because <laughs> you can't yeah. really, like, this game doesn't, wouldn't need a remake. It doesn't need to be improved. I mean, I think it's, it's sim- you know, like you said, simplistic, and it works perfectly for what it is. I mean, it didn't yeah. even need to be made. That's the craziest part. See, the Portal 1 was a great, tightly yeah. woven experience, standalone by itself, and they were just like, we have ideas. We want to do more. Why not? And yeah. blew our minds with this game. We like to make and two games and never three. I don't even think yeah. they should make a Portal 3. No. Yeah. They could. Like, unless There's someone... No they, I mean, they could, but then it just kind of wears it out. But this one it kind of... It, it puts it... Like, right. unless they had a really... All the same people came back and they was like, okay, we have a really great idea. But this is like... It almost takes everything where it needs to go. And then it has an elegant conclusion... Where it's like, okay, we're just, this doesn't need to go on anymore. There doesn't need to be like, 
an Ubisoft thing where there's like five <laughs> projects in like development and the spinoff and whatever. It's like it's just nice being this. And then I'm actually it's kind of shocking that in all the stuff in Lego Dimensions, they got Portal and it's really fun. But like there's Portal Lego sets out there and I have them and yeah. they're really cute. <laughs> I that's something that I regret. I regret never buying those. Like those never went cheap either. Or maybe for a very small amount of time. But yeah, they they went on sale for a bit. But yeah, that was a big buy in for that franchise. Although it was, it was a lot of fun when it was on the go. I look. I, I wish they would. I wish they would do something with Lego Dimension. I wish Skyline would do it too. Just like how Infinity did it. Like I bought. I have all the figures for Infinity too because I just thought they looked cool and I got them for dirt cheap. But. On Steam, you can buy Disney Infinity 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, all the figures already. Yeah, I think I don't, I they don't should think champion I realized. that for everything. Yes. And that should be on console, too. It, yes. It should, it should on, honestly, as someone who's not really a fan of Toys to Life as a genre, I'm, I just, <laughs> why? Just make you, this, you would have Toy, just, money. It would have been a great game. Yeah. It would have been a great game. Just let it be the game. It yeah. doesn't have to be the toys. I know that I didn't know that they had, that Lego had put Dimensions, or, put portal into their dimensions project until i actually saw the sets when i was working at amazon and i'm like <laughs> okay i mean i've seen i saw so much shit in my life due to working at amazon no i can believe that no, no doubt i mean i don't remember them marketing it too too much maybe the errant youtube commercial here and there maybe so mm-hmm. i'm not surprised plus it's it's val i mean val makes all their money just from steam they don't give a shit about they don't need to do anything else yeah, when Steam know. somehow implodes, no, it'll never happen. They will rely on their three box, which is just every game that they need to make a third of just being in an orange box. And then, <laughs> boom, baby, back in business. No, I, I, I love Steam so much. I, I used to be a huge console gamer, and then now I'm completely, completely PC at this point for the most part. But well, another thing about Portal 2, like in this playthrough, it was different for me since I did play it on a Steam deck. There were a couple puzzles that needed precision. Or not maybe oh, not yeah. precision, but like I shoot a I shoot a portal and I want to run right into it and I would miss it. Like I would come and I'm like I don't remember this much problem because with a mouse I would just hold you know, keep mouse keyboard I just hold down W and I'd run straight. But since I was playing this on on a controller because a Steam Deck, I kept missing it and it was it was irritating me. Where I was actually at the point where I was like hmm, I could just install this on my PC, do this part really quick, and then go right back to my save in the Steam Deck. Well, can't you just? Oh wait, there's no dock. There's a dock for the Steam Deck too, right? Where you could yeah, but I don't have mouse and Ah, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I've only played the game at 30 frames per second at 720p on a 360. Only now on the Series X because it's backwards compatible. Did they not even bring it up to 60 frames? They just updated the resolution, so it's at like pseudo 4K. But I think That's the so cool. Switch version is now the de facto best one in that it runs at 60. Am I not right, Blair? Yeah, they recently just gave Portal 2 away. I, I think it was part of Games for Gold because I know I just downloaded yep. it on my Series X as well. I mean, I'm not one to because I, ju- I played it on Switch, but like I'm not Digital Foundry. Like I don't really notice those things like I played it at work on my Switch and I was like, this is great. And then I probably was like, I want to kind of finish this off. So I may have played it with my Switch Pro controller at home. And I was like, this is also great. So I don't really know. I, I didn't like, really have any issues in terms of like, you know, controllability and stuff. It's uh, to me, it's very smooth. I, I did notice you do want to bring if you're playing on a controller and you're very used to modern games, their default like sensitivity is really slow and low and also not even like uh, looking up and down is slower than left to right. Weird. That's, oh, okay. 
Mm-hmm. So if, if that's a problem for you, you might m- maybe twiddle with that a little bit, bring that up, and that might help. I mean, I am happy that this game is on so many different systems. Like, I'm happy when any game gets re-released constantly so that it exists. Indeed. In, in different forms for people, so it isn't just, like, there's more ways to play it. I mean, I'm not saying I like what Nintendo does. Like, hey, we're going to re-release Mario Brothers again for $10! Woo! You know? More than that. I know. But, yeah. like, that... That stuff irritates me, but like something like this, where you know they just keep bringing it, like because I mean, especially like the whole Xbox ecosystem, PlayStation, all those, like you know, if you buy it, you already own it; it's still there. You know, not like Nintendo, where it's like, oh, you bought this on the Wii, as long as they let you bring it over. Yeah, on play, if you bought Portal Two on PlayStation Three, you are not playing that on a PlayStation Five. Oh, not that. Okay, I I forget how they're like. I don't. I don't even know unless it's in that stupid streaming service that they have now. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys if any of them knew, but I I I didn't look it up. Okay, never mind. I I, I thought their ecosystems were more connected. Isn't Microsoft's ecosystem is pretty well connected still, right? It's it's the only one. PlayStation. Uh, Yeah, because like I have my three sixty. Yeah, like I have my three sixty disc, and I can pop it into my Series X and play. That's why I want a Series X. I was actually going to buy one, but then I bought a Steam Deck, so that was the end of that. Yeah. You're good with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the only reason I want yeah. an Xbox One is because, or Xbox Series X, because I have an Xbox One that died, and I have a, I have Xbox One games I probably would never play anyway, and 360 games, and I'm like, well, I just want to have access to it, because I don't like the fact that I don't have access to it, if I want yeah. to. That's fair, yeah. I think one, I, of the, one of the nicer things, though, we have, like with Portal 2, I mean, we going back to, like, saying about when you like want to improve it, but you know, you say portal t- portal didn't need a sequel and yes, portal was a great standalone game. So the only thing you can do with a sequel is try and build with what you have. And I think they did a terrific job because they explained Gladys's background yeah. and they developed Wheatley un- unless you've never played it before. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, we've spoiled things for you. Oh, most people have played for. I mean, if you're usually okay. Also, most people listen to episodes of the show. Yeah, already have played or know the content <laughs> that we're talking about. Or they won't listen to it. Yeah, like, the numbers tell, tell me that just fine. Well, I don't know. I listen to every episode, and there's some. There's a few oh. games on. There's been a few games you that you've played that I've never played. So, and probably <laughs> some you it. never should play. Yeah, I'm never, probably yeah, never I ain't will play. Hunting ground. <laughs> yeah, don't. Oh, that was that was the most stressful experience I've had in a game in a long time. Oh, I want to, but like, just I'm not paying for it, and I'm too lazy to futz about with emulators. I mean, I'll help you real quick. By the way, <laughs> yeah. off the air, but yeah. But it also develops some of these characters a little bit more. I mean, you saw in Portal in the beginning of Portal Two, you have Glados as this un caring vindictive evil bitch <laughs> but then when you go through the after you trade wheatley out with glados and she's putting a potato <laughs> and now yep. you're working together she somewhat mellows out especially and then when she starts reacting to cave johnson is like why did i say that <laughs> I mean, I like it really makes cave johnson the villain in this Really good, too, I think. It, it makes him more like your typical 1960s, 70s executive. Yeah, and rich white man bad. Which oh, I think okay he's kind of like Hank Scorpio from The Simpsons, <laughs> where yeah. he's just like an eccentric, like charismatic, almost like super villain style leader. <laughs> Could you imagine what his own rapture would be like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they said one. that he is basically the 
somewhat the opposite of Andrew Ryan in in the Bioshock series. It's like the pol- somewhat like a polar opposite. Yeah, inept in its own way, you know. I mean, uh, do not eat moon gel or do not eat moon rocks. It could be cancer. Pure poison. Pure. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the lab rat the lab boys told me I shouldn't fire anyone for uh, being in a wheelchair, but uh, forget that. I did it anyway. Ramps are expensive. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's such a, yeah, he's such an asshole character, but it, it it's it, so it, good, and it can be, and it's funny too the way he just presents it. I mean, so casually, you, as if like that's natural. That's absolutely the way you should be thinking about this. J.K. Simmons is such no. a good actor, and such a oh, he's yeah. also such a good voice actor too. Oh yeah, and I think that's what surprised. Like when I first played this last year, I didn't know J.K. Simmons was in this game. I didn't know any. I had somehow. And I played this in 2021 had not been spoiled at all with any of this stuff. And I was really, really surprised that none of this was spoiled on me before. And again, I'm a guy who lives on the Internet. Unless you were talking about it, unless you were in the conversation back in 2011 when it came out. It's not like like this series. I mean, it's it's never gone away. But like as a part of a larger conversation, it's kind of died out because there just hasn't really been any new portal things and you yeah. know it's the way the internet is like people have intention span they can only be measured in nanoseconds and once <laughs> portal 2 comes out and leaves like all of the cave johnson memes go away and they're replaced with something else right See, I'm, yeah, they could they could quote okay. lemons at you all day but if they don't tell you who said it originally then it's just a funny thing it's just a funny string of words yeah, it's yeah, like the hot dog car at- from like i think you should leave where they have the guy in the hot dog suit where I know why that's funny, but most people don't know why it's funny. <laughs> they had the Wienermobile in it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who did this. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I was just surprised. Like, no, that does make sense, though. That makes sense why I wasn't. But I was just like, I was surprised that I'm like, because I, so many games for me, a lot of things are spoiled. Like, it's something that wasn't spoiled. And I was like, this is great. Like, I was able to, and then, you know, and replaying this game for the show again, like, yes, I knew what was coming, but everything was still just so great again. Yep, and over the wall, and I, I, and well, let's face it, J.K. Simmons has got such a talent when it comes to voice acting. You would be surprised at some of the roles that he's done. I mean, he's played the lion, uh, the ma- the lion mayor of Zootopia, uh, Zootopia yeah. but he's also the voice of the uh, yellow M M&M. and M. You know, I I will forever be cursed that when someone says Zootopia, the first thing that pops in my head now thinks that Resident Evil Netflix series. <laughs> Thank you, Patreon is Zootopia porn. I'm like, ah, fucking didn't know that. That's great to know that that's part of the Netflix series. <laughs> well, they meant they make a comment. She's like, "What I'm gonna do? Watch? Zoop- I'm gonna be watching Zootopia for like she's just being a, a bitch to somebody." Oh, else. I see. Gotcha. They don't actually have it, thank God. But it's just it. Okay, okay that show is actually I enjoyed that show for some reason. So I got nothing. And it's so. it's not something that like I really want to bring up, but it's also because it's like we live in a world now where to say like, man, I really thought this thing was super funny back then. And between then and now, you found out that the person who did that was a piece of crap. Oh, God, yes. But, like, J.K. Simmons, like, is, you know, it's like, okay, I can still enjoy this. And, yeah, it's funny. It's like I was just going over and, like, I just opened up J.K. Simmons. And, like, geez, like, I forgot about Invincible. And he was so great in that show. Yeah, he And was. that was only last year. And I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> and Avatar, too, for Korra. He's. Right, and he uh, was Captain Putty and Chip and Tail Rescue Ranger. <laughs> yep, that, that guy's got. And just, I mean, heck, the State Farm. No, yeah, is it State Farm? State Farm. Farmers, uh, yeah, Farmers, State Farm. Yeah, yeah. Farmers Insurance. Those commercials. Oh, 
That that man is 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 a treasure for sure. <laughs> yeah, farmers a tree. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, even Neil Patrick Harris poked a little fun at that one when I think he was hosting one of the uh, award shows. I like that. He's like J.K. Sapper's J.K. Sims. He won an Oscar. Bum ba dum bum 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're getting paid. <laughs> so so basically, the the long short of it is that like Portal to your point, Richard is the at least Portal Two is is one of the most unnecessary but most welcomed most welcome sequels and that was at a time when sequels just couldn't miss you think of any game from the from the seventh generation of consoles that ended with a two and uh they were the best in their trilogy or mm. if they stopped there then you know there's just the best game you know <laughs> yeah but it's actually most of them all hold up well even now i I did replay Portal 1 as part of the companion collection. And while I think it is still good, I think in in hindsight, uh, it actually was better served by sequel because it's you can tell that it's it's limited based on what they were doing because it was it was very much like a student project that was given a budget. Like Valve saw these people, what they were doing, and then was like, okay, we're going to bring you in here so you can expand this. But like this... Like, it's all takes place in, like, kind of... I mean, the whole point is it takes place in the testing chambers, but it is very limited in its visuals, and it's all very interesting. But this kind of, like, has all that, and then you kind of go down in the ruins, and you find out, like, just a giant ship underground and learning <laughs> about all these things and, like, kind of the inner workings once you get to the top again. And, like, when Wheatley's trying to get, like, the solution euphoria. <laughs> that is also good, too. Oh, yeah, that probably one of the funny like <laughs> and also i like how he ca- i like how we learned that glados while glados knew all the solutions she knows she can't tell yeah I, like- yep. I thought that was good too like they did a good job of working in that wheatley's an idiot and like ha- changing the villain from glados to wheatley i think is also really good in this because you don't expect that and then all of a sudden it just kind of it, it hits you and it's just it's hilarious because they're like, he was made to be a moron, but not just any moron, the biggest moron. I wish I could remember some of the names of the items because they always have like the funny like the personality. Uh, like, cores? Yeah, no, like the laser redirection cubes. It's like the and I just can't remember. It's like, oh, pick up the something. The Aperture Science Blank light. Blank Cube. Yeah. The Aperture Science Blank Blank Orb. But I can never remember what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I, I, like I said, it's it's a joy to play the game. It's a kind of game that, with all these characters interacting, and you come across these characters, if you're not a fan of puzzle games, this is you a kind of game out. that would make it very enjoyable to play and, like, I didn't realize puzzle games could be this fun. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I've said on the show before, I'm not a fan of puzzle games in general. That's not my thing. But I really enjoy the puzzles in this game, and I enjoy this game a lot. Well, it's kind of hard not to enjoy the puzzles. I mean, you step on those uh, those uh, projectile panels, the the springboards, and you go flying, and like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and having Steve Merchant voice help, because I just like that actor, so... Even the music as you're like doing that will like pick up. You'll hear like a warm, 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 warm. Yeah, like six million dollar man jumping music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <So good. laughs> they made everything work. And I mean, I don't replay a lot of games in general. And then this one was still a blast to replay again. And that yeah, was a nice experience. And it's not terribly long either. No, it's, it, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Eight hours, maybe. Yeah. 
six to eight. Yeah. It, it's somewhere between there. Um, I mean, you can beat it fast. I mean, I I was able to get through it fast. Skills periods, but, permitting, I guess. Well, and internet permitting. Yeah. Well, for me. Because well, <laughs> I'm like, oh, one... cheating. Okay, let's cheat. Let me see. What, Brain long... can't figure out puzzle. Let's see. How long does it take to beat Portal One? Two. Oh, two. Main story, eight and a half hours. Yeah, I mean that's also a good link for a game. I don't like games like when I. When I pull it, when I do things for the show, and I pull up how long, how long to beat, and it's like, oh, this game's going to take you thirty hours. I'm like, that's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, then again, it also depends on the game too. I mean, I'm playing through Sherlock Holmes chapters one, chapter one. I don't know how long it's going to take to beat that game. I tell you one thing, it's fun getting sidetracked in that game. <laughs> oh, maybe it's I'm just different. Well, for me, it's because of the podcast of, of my whole way I do things that I'm like, I don't like longer game. But I feel like I even even before that, I would get bored of a longer game after a while. Like it just wouldn't stick with me. I would need something different. Well, it's it's, it's kind of the symptom of the society that we live in where everyone is the new frontier of discovery is our attention spans. Yeah. Because, like, I used to love the Ace Attorney series, for example, and I still do, but I bought the Great Ace Attorney, the two-pack, last year, and I played, I think, two or three chapters, but after a while, like, I just get... I mean, it's it's they're all, they're all great, but once I'm just sitting there and I start a new case and I'm just, like, going through this dialogue, I'm just like, eh, I just want to shoot something or hit something right now. <laughs> Where before, when it was like I didn't have a lot to do, I was like, take my DS and go on the couch and just read a book, essentially... But now I'm just like, just get to the fireworks factory being the court case at the end, which is what the stuff that I like. I mean, part of that could oh, yeah. be, you know, amounting to adult life, too, where we, we don't have as much time for things. Yeah. yeah, and things time is that, too, where it's just like I only have so much time. And, and I mean, I want to derail anything. It's like for like Zelda Breath of the Wild, for example, like I'm not a fan of that game because. Thank you. When Thank I you. was playing it, I was like, I'm not doing anything. And I feel like I'm not making any progress of the free time I had. So I just gave up. And I know people love that game and that's great, but and this is a thing where it just doesn't fit my particular lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I started I when I got Breath of the Wild on the Switch and finally gave it a try. The first time I played, I really didn't make much in progress. And I couldn't necessarily understand how I mean it's a beautiful game. But then I played uh, the Tomb Raider Survivor timeline for this show. <laughs> And I came to enjoy the open world environment of those games. And it also helped me enjoy the Sherlock Holmes chapter one more because I can admire this area. I can enjoy this area. I can travel. I can move. So, you know, that's where that works. I mean, Portal 2, very closed environment, but it's still a hell of a lot of fun to go through. Yeah, because as you're figuring these puzzles out and you encounter some of these things like the the. Of course, the springboard panels and those light bridges and the gels. I mean, the repulsor gels. Like, first time you puzzle you really have with that, it's right along the wall. So you go run, boing, 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 boing. That was fun. <laughs> it does, like, the game does such a good job of teaching you how to use things without, with just context clues. Yeah. And, and that's one thing that's so great about Portal 2 also is that the game doesn't, Everything is done in context. Like I, I'm playing Metal Gear Solid Four currently for the show. That kind of dates the student opinion if you listen to the show. And it's like press triangle. And yes, I like that. But at the same time, I like it how this game really. I mean, I guess the game did have the you know the jump part press A. Oh, you can't talk. But 
Like it, I like the way it does. It. it teaches you very well. Yeah. And it does include notes about how to do things. I don't think they had a zoom feature in the first game. No, they didn't. And that sort of helps when you're trying to look for the right spot. And if it's not close by, like, Oh, <laughs> oh, and that ping system in, in co-op is even better. That's so necessary. Uh, like, if I, you try I, to describe something to somebody and there's like, I don't see it, I don't see it, I don't see it. And there's like, ping, there. <laughs> I really want to do the co-op again. I, I remember really liking it. So now that I have a Steam, now that I can play it again, after, I was so upset when I installed Windows 11 and it went away because we were supposed to record that and publish that like over a, like a year ago or something. And then... It I can't believe work. it's not crossplay. The one game that could be, and it's. Not. I think it might have been. It was just like when I something happened when I upgraded to Windows 11, everything went to shit on Steam for Portal 2. Oh, I just meant like even between consoles, like PC and console players. That's like a game that should be easy to uh, to not have any yeah. issues with because there's no competitive yeah. element. But I guess it. in the context of its era, that's when everything when it came out, when everything was a closed ecosystem. And I mean, I'm not a game developer, and I'm not very smart at that, so I don't right. know if Valve's tech is really conducive to that, because it's not like it's like when you kind of zoom in in this, it's not like iron sights. Cause I don't think the source engine can handle iron sights. Like in call of duty, it's like, you're not looking down the barrel of the portal gun. It's kind of just like pushes into the corner and it zooms in. Yeah. But it makes, makes things easier to see. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about development either to be able. I'm just happy that I'm just musing. I wish it was cosplay, crossplay. I know. It would oh, I be, think everything but, should know. be. I agree. Yeah, especially when it, I don't like. I hate it when there isn't crossplay because of just marketing decisions. I was like, I bought three copies of the Calabunga collection this year in case I wanted to play with different people. So <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to do it. Wow. I was when I was listening to you, like, oh, okay, there's people out there that are going to do that. All right. Listen, you gotta give or it goes dark, okay? <laughs> you gotta be that friend, you know, in a, in a, in, a, in this world. What? I mean, Konami do something that's not pachinko now? Hey, I actually went and bought all the Castlevania collections on Steam this past week when they were on sale. Those are great. I've the been ignoring them because I'm like, well, I can, I can emulate all this, and I'm like, no, I should support them because I want more of this. So I especially just, the Game Boy versions because they found a way, like M2, the developer found a way to do like dot matrix emulation on a tv that looks like it's a game boy screen just transmuted to your television it is brilliant <laughs> i have to get back to that i still haven't worked my way through the first game boy advance game in that and i actually own two of those games for the game boy advance those are some great games too oh, yeah I've, they are i've only i played i played all three of the game boy advance ones I've played all three of them, too, but I didn't own the last one, the uh, Aria of Sorrow. I borrowed Which that is... one from my brother-in-law, right, and good. that's like the hardest one to get a hold of. Yeah, it's also the best. Huh. Yeah, I would argue it's maybe the only good one, but... Mm, yeah, that, that's a fair argument, by the way. Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> well, I, I enjoy, I've, of the ones that I've replayed multiple times, the only one I've played replayed multiple times of those games is Harmony of Dissonance. And that's only one? because I enjoyed that one. I like that one, too. I did Circle of the Moon. I, You're not supposed to enjoy Circle of the Moon. It's just, it's just cool that it exists. Oh, I, I enjoy the card system in that. I do enjoy the card system, but I the beat trick it. is getting the cards! Yeah, that, I beat it once on a cell phone without with touch controls and save states. <laughs> that was real fun to try to pull off those moves with a touch screen. But one day, I want to 
play it again. And that's like that and this and like even like the portal collection on the switch. Like, I don't know if it's, if it's gone on sale or anything, but I mean, when I bought it for portal one and two, it was about $25, $30 Canadian, which means it's probably like 15 or 20 American dollars. <laughs> so it's not expensive either. Like it's, I'm actually shocked they didn't put out a cart version, but I mean, why, why would they, I guess valve hasn't put out a physical product in, <laughs> probably what since portal 2 came out <laughs> yeah i mean they don't need to because i mean plus yeah. it'll go against their way of making money so i get it like how i was once talking to a guy that was in a uh, regional manager at gamestop i'm like gamestop should have gotten into digital sooner and he's like why it goes completely against what they were how they were making all their money i'm like well yeah but then they still be around <laughs> so like, you game have to be should switch to a retro market if they were smart yes but I mean, they're they were not. a little bit surprised of how they ended up as one of those Fortune 500 companies. <laughs> well, they went into, they decided to put all their money in NFC. So we'll see how that goes next in 2023, 2024. They're still around. Mm. So my guess is they won't be. But that's nice. So <laughs> just they're not a good company. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm happy that, like, I, I love cheap collections. I, I, it made me happy that this game is only 20 bucks on Switch for people. Like, that's because it's an older game. Older games should not be you know, full price when they get re-released again. Like, you shouldn't put three games, a game that came out, you know, on GameCube, per se, and 64, and the Wii, and then say, 60 bucks for a limited time only! Like, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, you have to put some... some, some, some you have to put some substantial effort or extras to make it justified for that to me. Yeah, same. I, I love collections. I mean, I don't buy physical stuff anymore, but when I used to, I love when games got re remastered remade in collections i get like three like i have um and ps3 i have two different things like the ultimate stealth action pack or something that had like tomb raider hitman deuce x something like for like i got the game for like 10 bucks at gamestop use and i'm like this is great how much is the portal collection on switch right now we think 20 dollars 25 dollars oh, yeah. canadian it was yeah it was that's what the initial price was so it's in my i don't know again if it's gone on sale because i just i just have it now yeah, the um, two games on Steam right now are ten bucks a piece. That's American, yeah, or, or fifteen for the pack. Fifteen for the pack? Mm. I think yeah. I think that's what I saw when I was snooping around on Steam earlier. I own them, so it's hard to say. Oh, and no, uh, I own them too. So, <laughs> and to answer that way earlier comment that app, it's called Aperture Desk Job, but yeah, it can work on PC too. It just only works controller. Oh, that so that's the Steam Deck one. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. It's supposed to be like a walking sim or something. I really want to play it at some point for this show because. Well, not like I get very many portal things to talk about ever on this show because, you know, we're not going to get any more. Oh, just give me that more sweet, good dialogue. I think, well, I mean, I could, you know, I can honestly, I can honestly see a portal VR game someday when VR gets better. I could see them doing portal 3 in VR. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, I was actually just, just thinking about that because he did Half-Life Alex. I don't, I don't think, that's just vomit all over, I think. There's no way that you're not. Oh, <laughs> when you're going through here, whoa. <laughs> okay. Any momentum puzzle is just going to be, no. Hmm. <laughs> Not until you I've never some, played I've never played VR yet. And I don't have like I have very little interest in VR right now. It just isn't it isn't where I want it to be yet, I guess. I just don't care about it. So I forget yeah, it even I mean, exists. The I, only viable way to play it so far is, you know, an Oculus Quest 2 via and PSVR. And there's just not enough money put into those experiences quite yet. Yeah. And you also need space. Like playing it in, in a on a swivel chair is like not great. Yeah, that's why I, as much as I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to buy uh, a MetaQuest 2 because of, 
I mean, the stupid name and where the money goes. <laughs> oh, that's right. I said Oculus Quest. It's Meta Quest. Um, yeah, it's fine. I, I just rather go by the first name. But like, like one of my favorite games is Iron Man VR, and on PlayStation VR, that game is challenging to play. But on the Meta Quest Two, it's just like no, you just put on the thing and go. Not like I have to hook up a million cables and I have to have like the right arm length and camera detection. Like I just want to buy one just for that thing. But like if they did Portal, like oh man, that would be awesome. Yeah, you just have to have no momentum puzzles and different kind of puzzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, I don't like it. It'd have to be literally just portal in terms. You just stand and walk. There'd be no upside down shenanigans whatsoever. I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Why? I forget that VR. I, I know a lot. Of Iron sick. Man works actually. Now that I think about it, I never played it's it. Shockingly amazing. Like it's. I mean, you're you're Can there you go on upside the ground. I know. Uh, but like right. you're on the ground and it's just like put your hands by your side and pull the triggers and you're just like, oh, man, now I'm flying. That's cool. I wouldn't mind. I want to play the other someday. I want to get in the VR, but I same like with connect. Like when I, I remember I got a connect. And I was excited to try that. But I I lived in a in a in a basement and I didn't have a lot of area at the time and I couldn't make it work. And then I by the time I finally you know grew up, got older and bought a house and I was like, well, I, I just don't care. Yep. <laughs> It's so and then like I still have my connects. I, I found them randomly when I was going through my stuff. I'm like, oh, but I just don't care enough. Like I have no interest in ever like I tried it a couple times and I'm like, this is just I just feel stupid. You gotta have so many everything has to work so right for a lot of these um yeah. to work properly. But when they do, yeah, it can be pretty fun. I mean, I as someone who had a meta quest, I played uh, uh the Vader games and they were super fun, oh. but I had to go over to my friend's house where they had space. Well, <laughs> I that's had like... to make sure that all the lights were on when it <laughs> blinds basically everybody else because they're just not used to having all their lights in that room on <laughs> that's like i have battery was like the battery was like two and a half hours too so you i know. have my psvr and my playstation 4 just left at my parents house because i can't play it in my apartment i don't have the space yeah and yeah. uh also you know the only good controller for it is unfortunately the valve index one and as far as i know they don't play with each other right like you can't use a wireless <laughs> oculus meta quest with a valve index controller where you don't have to like you know press a button to grip it's your actual grip am i right well that's so half-life alex isn't on meta quest 2 i think they eventually ported it originally it was a i think a index only exclusive for obvious reasons and now Ooh. i heard there's rumors that it might be on psvr 2 but i don't know how substantiated they are it was also oh, re4 that... vr which is amazing i heard about so that. Games. I... okay i just Someday, someday when it's cheap and it's you know when they make it all wireless and I can just put it on and play, then I'll. Then Honestly, I'll, I'm, I'm a, part of I'm, the Arkham franchise, Mike. I know, oh, I know <laughs> that I'll never get to anytime soon, but I'm. I know. I'm in the camp that you have to go like all in on that or not at all, sort of thing. So like, if I ever do it again, because I I give away my Oculus Quest, the first one, I want the Quest Two. I want plug it into a PC, uh, so I can play like all the good games, and then <laughs> I want to. There has to be a way to get that. What are those like manual, like stationary trackpad things where you can just run and stay stationary? That you oh see, yeah, they, they hook you up by the chest. You need that, and then <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I remember seeing set up for like lawnmower man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be the right, the best way to play. Like I've seen Red Player One when he's like playing in his van in the back. <laughs> Though I would be afraid of like like the same thing with like escalators, the errant shoelace that pulls under the track and then poof, that's a bad time. That kid is back on the escalator. 
Looks yeah, like hell. It's like one of those. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing people have like a whole room set up for VR, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's unfortunately the way that you have to probably do it. Yeah, because if you don't have room around you, you can actually accidentally smack something. I only <laughs> experienced VR once. My brother-in-law had it for his uh, one of the PlayStation. I think this PS4. He had the Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Oh yeah, I remember that coming out. And, you know, he had each one of us try it, you know, offer for us to try it. I tried it. I think he was a little bit more surprised that I got a little bit more adept at it than other people did. He thought I wouldn't be able to do much, and I shocked the hell out of him. Of course, it was also <laughs> set for his height, and he's a little bit taller than I am now. Of yeah, course. Fun. Oh, I enjoyed it, actually. I mean, he. I'm thinking he's expecting me not to do well. Oh, okay. Because it's VR. But when you're shooting at things like bang, 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 bump, reload, bum, 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 you know, you're just surprisingly intuitive than you might think originally. If you, as long as you're not, you know, hit with motion sickness, like within 30, 30 minutes, you know. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I had difficulty was was when I had to duck down. Okay. Oh yeah, I played Super Hot VR too. That was really fun, and yeah, it's It's almost like playing Twister sometimes when you're <laughs> really not wanting to die. Yeah. I... <laughs> They'd you'll be surprised really... what you'll do to make yourself look like a fool to not die. Yeah, but they would have to do a lot of work to make Portal 2 work on a VR engine. Like I said, yeah, it's impossible. Just again, any mo- momentum puzzle would just. Yeah, there would have to be. It would have to be like a Portal. I mean, they can even just make like a prequel where you're just like a robot or or anything like. But it would just the, the puzzles would have to be tuned, so it would just be like perhaps falling or. Or they design some way to, people for you to, to see <laughs> where the top of the I think it would just have is. to be desk job VR. I really do. It's, it's, all you can do is feed lore. I don't think you can really do any puzzles. Yeah, I mean, if they could design how to make the portal have a distinct top to it, then you could get used to firing it so you don't have to do a complete 270 rotation or 90 degree rotation or 180. While you're flying at high speeds. Maybe. See, I think that would be okay. Because I know there's also um, there's a free Spider-Man Far From Home. I guess it's a game. It's more of an app on PlayStation where it's like, okay, hold the trigger to run. It's like, okay, I'm running. It's like, now jump off a building. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And then you jump off the building. And it's like, okay, now hit this button and swing. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, go. yeah. Yeah, that would be tough. I mean, like I said, it's just... Certain games are harder to pull off in VR. This is not one that would go well with VR, in my opinion, unless they could figure out some way that you can tell where the top of a portal is, and then you can plan your shots even better. Of course, then again, if you want a fast-paced thing, you don't necessarily have time to figure out where your portal's or the top of your portal is, to be honest. But I don't think it would be fast-paced. I mean, one thing, like for this and Portal 1, I'd say the only real Twitch parts are... Like the times, quote unquote, boss fights at the end. Yeah, I'm trying Although to I... like the the ones where like the co-op ones, for instance, or even some where it was like you're gonna have to put a portal on the ceiling, a portal on the floor, infinitely fall forever until <laughs> someone decides because it's co-op. So they they are free to leave you there for five minutes until they hit the other portal that flings you out of it, and then you're well, you're just still <laughs> in midair. And this whole time, like, there's just there's, there's just no way. <laughs> Yeah. I yeah, and if you get conservation of momentum, the second they pull that uh, that other portal away, if they switch, pick the wrong one, the sudden stop. Yeah, and that'll cost yep. you enough vertigo to probably lose 
your lunch. Even though I spring boots ain't going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> so we learn why we'll never get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, yeah. any last things to say about Portal 2? I think we should wrap this up. Well, like I said, I know I enjoyed how characters developed. I mean, even while Chell doesn't develop much because you can't necessarily hear her speak or anything like that. <laughs> again, that's no. the deal with, with mute characters. GLaDOS evolved nicely. She sort of realized that having someone like Chell around can be helpful, even though she tried to kill her multiple times. And even GLaDOS shows a little bit of remorse with some things. I mean, uh, the time she calls Wheatley a moron, she's like, when you finish that puzzle and level, it's like, I think I went a bit too far with the moron. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, you part. think? Was she really remorseful, though? I mean, I, if I remember right, the entire point of the co-op is that you're trying to, the spoilers for the co-op ending as well. That's fine. You're trying to essentially reawaken all the other test subjects that are humans. Oh. Yeah. So that she can That's continue cool. to test. Because unfortunately, when she tests, when she, as she's finding out, when she tests robots, because they're not humans, there's this like Schrodinger's cat of like, okay, is this really like a like the same human element? So she doesn't really get that same high that she was getting with Shell or any yeah. human that she tests. So that's uh, yeah, that's what the uh, Portal Two co-op is all about. Cool. Or I... she might be less likely to want to neurotoxin them all. <laughs> True. Maybe if if one is just feisty enough, maybe she'll just get fed up with them like she did with Shell. And let's face like, it, leave. after all that, she has this fear of birds. Yep. That's true. We know a lot about her likes and dislikes. Cake. She loves cake. She loves neurotoxin, hates birds, probably now hates potatoes. <laughs> I hate potatoes too, but that's because I worked in produce for one point in my life. And I mean, Cave Johnson. Fucking rot terribly too. Ooh. He may seem like a terrible person, and but he's, he's a funny, terrible person. <laughs> he's, a, he's charismatic, that one. Yeah. That monster. Uh, I mean, I did that. Showed so much development of the characters. They used so much ingenuity with the puzzles and how to incorporate new things, which also will add, would be a difficulty for making a third Portal game if they ever were to think, maybe we should revisit Portal and create a third game. They need to come up with new things to use. I mean, well, light that bridges was, were great. That was very big about not making sequels unless they have really something that can improve on it. So that's why I really don't believe we'd ever get a sequel yeah. to this because it's not something that you can really improve on. And I'm not sure how many people are still there. Like, I don't think the main writer who was on Portal 2 is even at Valve anymore. Yeah. Right. And there was two writers, if I remember right, as well. So they'd have to probably both get together for it to really feel the same. Yeah. It, it, just definitely... isn't, it isn't the same. I mean, Valve is such a different company than so many companies too because like they don't really make game they just Although, make their money off i Steam. think i did see something that could be a nice way to revisit this i saw that they were nvidia was working on a dlc for the original portal to use ray tracing to improve the look yeah, it's not just, so much a DLC so much as like a feature of their graphics card that's just kind of yeah in, as I but it's it. at it's a free download for every for all portal owners. Right. I mean it's cool. Right, but it's not really gonna add anything other than the best looking version of portal that'll ever be. Yeah, and it's just like here's the best looking like white industrial backgrounds. <laughs> but it's so reflective, oh my god, you could eat food off of it. <laughs> and clean like, here's out. your complimentary sunglasses for all the brains. <laughs>
I mean, it's going to be awesome. It's just not going to add anything really, you know, substantial from a lore yeah. perspective. But Portal Two, yeah, that was, this was a this was a great thing to replay. Great thing yeah, to re- play for the first time if you've never played it before. Yeah, it's one of the games I highly recommend to people to play if you if you never if you somehow avoided it all your life. Like, go play it. It is so good, and don't get spoiled. Don't listen to me talking about it. For yeah, me. don't listen to if you at this point. <laughs> we might have spoiled some things, but uh, go go back. Just go play it. Well, a lot of things, but yes. Well, we have talked a good deal about some story. We did not tell you how to solve any of the puzzles. Because you can't. That's a a hard thing to explain without visual cues and this stuff. Yeah, and if you you can watch somebody play the game, and then you have the joy of doing it yourself. So even if you have seen people play the game and you want to play the game, if you finally get a chance to play the game, do it. I mean, I watched playthroughs of these games years ago and i thoroughly enjoyed playing through the games figuring them out myself i mean even if you have played it before and have a good memory of what you need to do it's still fun, it's still fun to play it's a time in some ways i broke things too <laughs> you might do that yeah that's another fun part or aspect of these puzzle games is that when you break them and find and do something in a way that they didn't intend it's it's an extra sense of accomplishment yeah and if you somehow manage to get your way to to pur- pur- propel yourself into the screen with wheatley that's fun too <laughs> Those are always abused. All right, we should. That brings us to shelf stacker box. And Blair, why don't you go first? I mean, I don't even know if we have to do this. As I'm pretty we sure don't. everyone's going to answer the shelf. <laughs> I have to. Can you explain the, the rules to the newbie? Oh, shelf means something you really like. Stack means something you're unsure of or you like, but not as much. So you you don't want to like make it a special. Oh, we're rating this game. Like I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. It's my rating system that we came up with that I don't think I even came up with when my original co-host did that we just stuck with all this time. So, <laughs> Yeah, box which we'll probably not be mentioning is you don't want to ever play it again. <laughs> yes. Uh, Richard, what about you? Like I, like I said, I, I don't I think anybody's going to say anything. It's shelf, shelf, shelf. Okay. And I'll, I'll obviously put this on the shelf again. I had a great time replaying it. I had a great time playing it on the Steam Deck, and I highly recommend that as a way to play it. If you haven't experienced it before, I mean, I still think PC was best because it was really it was better for mouse and keyboard. But we're playing on Switch. Just play it any way you can if you haven't, because you now have the ability to play it however you want. So enjoy it. And what about you, Alan? Oh, I will. I will section off a special section of my shelf and put it in with the uh, games that I will bring to me on a desert, deserted island because yeah. it's a treasure and deserves to be given that uh, attention. All right. Well, that's a good way to put it. And. All right, and if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more Portal, you can listen to our first take on Portal 2 with Greg Seward from Player One Podcast, episode 116. And we covered Portal 1, episode 74, so definitely go check those out. And Blair, where can people find you at? Uh, You can find my work at comicbookvideogames.com. I don't know what's going to happen with Twitter in the coming months, but if that still exists by (laughs) the time this launch, I'm on there at Blarcade. So yeah. I'm just trying to think about if there's anything. I guess perhaps Marvel's Midnight Suns might be out. So hopefully that's good. I I, I hope so. That's not a Nintendo game again published again, is it? No, it's uh, 2K. And it's right now it's the now gen versions are coming out. And last gen and Switch are coming out sometime in the next year. Okay. Because that upset me about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 that was Nintendo published. So it means I, I will have to wait a long time before I get around to it. And I'll never own it, probably. So, yeah. <laughs> Fucking <ten. laughs> All right. And Richard, where can people find you at? Hey, you can find me up on my YouTube web uh, YouTube channel, Rich Kale. 
Uh, you can also find me up on fan fiction mm-hmm. sites uh, under my either my real name, my full name, Richard B. Sampson Jr., or uh, on other sites as Rich Skits Kale or Rich Kale. I have all sorts of names that are popping up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Alan, do you have anything to plug? Because I forgot to ask you that before we started recording. Oh, uh, nope. I, I, okay. I'm just a guy. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, we have over 400 other episodes for you to go check out in our giant catalog. You can find everything on Podbean if iTunes or Spotify only want to be mean. Only show you 100 of the last episodes I published, which is I published a lot. So so check that out. And if you enjoyed the show, you can support the show. We have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can go vote in our Patreon polls. We have one every month. I don't know when this will be releasing exactly, so I don't know what's up, but definitely go check that out. And we also we do we cover movies, games, comics, TV shows. All sorts of stuff. So go check out our giant catalog of there. You can find and then also want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. Definitely go check her work out. She went viral, actually. Not because of me, unfortunately, but she went viral. So definitely go check her out. We have not gone viral yet. And also want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker to the MCU movies with me. Uh, he started his own podcast, a gamer looks at 40. So definitely go listen to his work too. He interviews video people how video games affected their lives. Really good, well done show. And we have a Discord. If you want to chat with us, please go join our Discord. You'll see a link in the show notes to every episode for our Discord from a certain point on. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, all. Goodbye, my only friends. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>